Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. I got my linemate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the Blackhawks game versus Dallas, their game versus Florida. And we got a little news for you. There is really isn't much too much. There's really too much that's gone on. Has there been, Matt? No, not uh, not really in the NHL. Just some minor trades were made today. Um, I believe the Coyotes traded uh, to Zingle and uh, to Toronto for, uh, I think his name is uh, David Ricci. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a minor minor swap. Maybe some cap space cleared for the um, Maple Leafs. So the Hawks versus Dallas, the 0-1 loss, which is kind of crazy because it was 0-0 through all three periods and the overtime period. Both goalies got a shutout, and but Fleury took the loss, and it was a shootout loss. Our defense has been playing, I would say, has been playing you know pretty well over the past yeah, same. I would say maybe like ten games or so. I would say the defense has been playing better comparative comparative to the beginning of the season, but uh, they just haven't been uh, been scoring very much. Uh, Mackenzie Entwistle had a really good. Um, I thought he had a really good game last game, and he had a really good game this game. He's been very noticeable. I think he's been pretty noticeable night in and night out. But the past two games. I've I've just it just seems like he's been everywhere trying to score offensively. Uh, he's been putting out some some pretty big hits, and uh, I thought he's he's been great. What did you think of him in the Dallas game, Matt? Yeah, unfortunately, all the only press he's getting now is getting uh, shot in the face with a water bottle <laughs> with, yeah. from uh, Jamie Ben. And <laughs> I thought Jamie it was kind Bennett. of funny. Yeah, you know what, man that. That happens all the time. I, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of bush after a guy gets hit. You know how he did. He got yeah. kind of a an awkward place at the end of the bench where the high glass starts and stuff. Uh, yeah, he was just kind of skating by. He gave him a little spray of water to to find a guy like two grand for that, and then it's like the same fine that um, Ryan or not Ryan Tom Wilson got. On uh, Panarin last year, remember that <laughs> beating? And it's like, yeah. really? Like this is what this is the? It's ridiculous. But yes, uh, and Whistle has, like you said, he's been good the last two games. He's been very noticeable, uh, making good plays. Uh, unfortunately, they couldn't get anything going in the Dallas game. But hey, Ottinger is. A, I I said this at the beginning of the season. I I I was so surprised he was sent down. Because I thought he was better of all the four goalies that they had. Yeah. But uh, their future looks good with him and Ned. Matt, between, like, say, Entwistle and Lafferty, do you think that these two guys, like, solidly have a place on this team? Yep. Third, third, fourth line guys, role guys, penalty killers. I think they're the perfect type of player for that. And uh, even uh, Regula, I think, if I'm not saying his name, he, the defenseman they called up from Rockford, I, I like his game too. And, um, <laughs> I, yeah, like I, the, I just like the way he plays. He he's just real composed and he d- doesn't really make any mistakes. He makes the easy, smart plays. No no risk taking type of play like say like Seth Jones would probably take. He's yeah. just like steady Eddie, I guess you could say. I yeah, but I like all three of these guys on the team next year for sure. Yeah, I like uh, Regula's. I th- I think it's Alec Regula, right? I think Regula, that's how they okay. they say it. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I like him as well. I thought that he was noticeable. I would probably say the past two games. Uh, well, obviously he was called up, but I, I think that he's he's good. I really didn't notice. I really didn't notice um, uh, Reichel that much uh, today. Yeah, me uh, I mean, I I think that he needs some time to get settled in. He's not going to come in and start scoring goals and start making a huge difference. 
but uh, I didn't really notice him uh, very much today. And um, and in the Dallas game, he made a couple plays, but you know nothing uh, nothing spectacular. Yeah, I mean, no one made any plays with Dallas. It was just an all goaltending show. Yeah. But with Reichel, I hope this doesn't hurt his confidence. You know, getting called up and you know score or uh, pointless. And I mean, the experience is good for him. But uh, I think I would, you know, if he doesn't get any more points, I I wouldn't be surprised if they send him back down. You know, after today's game or you know Monday news, but. I'd like to just see him finish the year out in Rockford and let him get his confidence up. You know, and I think Rockford's in a playoff spot, so that'll get him ready for a different type of paced game too, as well. Yeah, I think you know, so some NHL time is good for him because, you know, maybe it could kind of bring him back down to earth a little bit and say, "Hey, man, you know, you're doing great in the AHL, but it's you know, the big shows very different." And I think that he needs to see that. You know, when he's playing in the AHL, like, hey, look, you know, I have a lot more work to do. I'm going to have a summer full of training and I'm going to try and make the team next year. Um, I, I think that he's I and mean, he looks good. He skates well. He doesn't seem to make a, um, r- really a lot of bad decisions, but I just think he, he definitely needs more seasoning. Well, yeah, he's playing against two really, really good teams, too. Oh, yeah. Playoff teams. And that this is the whole point of it. This is what. This is what you want to see him play against. This is so you know, like, okay, he played against the, the Panthers today, a Stanley Cup contending team, and he was, I, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not being mean, but he was pretty much a non-factor ghost yeah. today. And that's, that's good for scouts to see and the coaching staff and, you know, possibly our future GMs up there looking today like, yeah, you know what, he, he's good. But against a good team, he was a non-factor, so he still needs time. Just show him what he needs to work on, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean the Panthers are good, man. They, oh, yeah. They look, they look bad the first period. Then the next— Well, we're going to get I, into I that say, now. Yeah. Go ahead. Go on ahead. Well, I wanted to say that the second period, I think the Panthers started to look like the scary Panthers. And then the third period, they there was a lot of pressure on the Hawks. The Hawks did fight back. They, I, I give them credit. It, it was a game all the way to the end. I, I thought King pulled Flurry a little too early. I would have liked to see the puck getting deep, maybe try to get get a shot and get a face-off, and then, you know, you could set up, put your best face-off guy in. I know we don't really have one right now, but it's just better than dumping it in, giving it to the defense, and hitting Barkoff, hitting an easy open net. It's just, I mean, they're a good team. So but I, I just, I would have done it different. Hawks lost to Florida. If you haven't gotten it, five to two. Uh, two of them were empty net, empty net goals. So it was really a three to two game. Hawks kept it close. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I don't think Florida played very well tonight. If this is the Florida team, you know that's that's going on. You know, ten game, ten, ten game runs. Um, they, I mean, look, the Blackhawks are not the best team in the league. All right, but they lost. I mean, they beat the Blackhawks by one goal. And if you're the best team in the league, you're not going to be beating you know, either the lowly Blackhawks by one goal or maybe the Blackhawks are just unlucky and just can't cross that threshold to be a um to be a winning team and, and, and get some get some wins in. Do you know what I mean, Matt? It's like oh, yeah. they hang in there with Colorado. They hang in there with, with Florida. You know, they can hang in there with these tough teams. They just can't get Finish. that one yeah. goal to get them over, you know? Well, I give the Hawks credit today. I thought they played they played really well against this team. They showed up. The puck wasn't, it just wasn't going in. You know, I think I, Caleb Jones's goal was kind of a fluke, but it, you know, it's still crossed. It's a goal. 
Uh, Kaner was, uh, that was a great snipe, uh, kind of like a Wayne Gretzky type of goal back in the day. Like if he caught a goalie cheating, he'd find that opening hole and Kaner's got that talent too as well. But I thought the Hawks played well with him. I mean, Kirby Doc kind of had a bad, not it's just not a bad luck play and Flurry was kind of caught, you know, he was reacting to the initial shot and Doc kind of tipped. It's kind of like a knuckleball and he couldn't, he couldn't save it, but like I thought, Florida—they're good. I had—they had two really good periods. I thought I thought the Hawks played them well. It's just uh, I thought the refs missed a call at the end as well. With um, uh, I think Connor Murphy was cross-checked to the head by the the same player that was whining about the Dehan hit about he he was getting hit in the head. Marchment. Yeah, he was whining all about it, throwing a fit, and then he puts his hands up in a cross-check. I that could have easily been. Uh, if there was blood, it could have been a high-sticking penalty even. Right. But it was definitely a cross-check. They missed that call. And I think the Hawks were kind of, they were feeling it. They were com- they were pushing hard to tie this game. So you never know. It, it, you never know. They could have tied the game, but uh, they didn't get that call. So it ended up hurting them. Yeah, it was a very physical game. Um, th- both sides were throwing the body uh, big time, and especially when you're playing against a team that's got Radko Gudis, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to throw the body. He's a bad dude, man. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Duclair had a goal called black called back because of offsides. Uh, he's got three goals in the last, I believe, five games, or I, it would be two goals in the last five games now. But. Um, He's been good. Uh, yeah, I, he I'm, has. He's I'm been happy good for, for them. that guy. Yeah, and he, yeah. I think that he's found a place uh, where he can play. You know that that yeah. they let him play his style, and he's he's fitting in uh, very well there. Uh, Jake McCabe has been. I think he's finally settled into the Blackhawks for the past. I would say probably 15 games. I think he's been pretty solid. Last five, he's been, you know, solid as a rock. He had a nice play where he kept the puck in that allowed Kaner to score that goal in the first period. And uh, I, I think that he's been really solid for the Blackhawks and uh, not allowing, um, not allowing, you know, offensive guys coming in and he's been stripping pucks, hitting guys, playing smart. What's your, um, what do you think of McCabe, Matt? Yeah, I've liked him since day one. I just, it, it took him a while to get used to the new, you know, his new team, new city. Uh, I, you know, we've talked about this before. I, I'm not really sure I'm a big fan of the pair, the pairing of uh, Murphy and him. I, I feel like they're kind of the same types of player. I would I would like to see um, Jake McCabe with, say, like a Seth Jones or maybe a Calvin DeHaan or like, say, Ian Mitchell's called up. I think he would gel well with that type of player. But, yeah, I, I like what he brings, man. He, I think he's a, an underrated leader, too. I know a lot of guys listen to him. He's he's played in Buffalo for a couple couple seasons now. He's I think the locker room really likes him, and I I, I really like him too. I like the physicality he brings. I kind of wish he was out on the ice when Gudis uh, took that run at Jones, because uh, I mean I feel like the Hawks have no one that's intimidating except maybe a Jake uh, McCabe. Yeah, and you know what? I think McCabe is obviously a better defenseman than Gudis, but. I don't think he's really the guy that's going to go out there and just start, you know, pummeling people. Do you know what I mean? Like I would like, like to see him get that edge, though. I, I would yeah. like to see him get more of that craziness. That the guy looks like a, like if you pissed him off, he would just try to squeeze yeah. your neck until your head explodes. But <laughs> that that can hurt though in the playoffs. He he can't play that way because right. getting a power getting a penalty in the playoffs can turn the whole series around. One penalty. So oh, yeah. I hope he disciplines himself. 
because there's he, he's going to be playing against some good teams in the in the first round. So Are, you're talking about Goodis, right? Uh, yes, I'm talking about oh, right. Goodis. He can okay. really hurt the Panthers if he plays that. If he goes too far, right. I like the edge, but don't play that far. I, right. I, I kind of, ho- I wish a couple of Hawks defensemen had that edge, that nastiness. They just, they just don't, they don't really have it, and uh, it, it's important. I think I, if you got a guy that's, you know, you're skating down the boards and you see that giant beard, it's like, oh, that's Gudis, dude. He's gonna put me through the glass. I better just dump it in. Like we, we don't have anyone that strikes fear into the the players, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, I was always a. F- uh, I played in a fantasy hockey league where hits were, uh, <laughs> where hits were, oh, were big. Yeah. yeah, and uh, it was early in his career. And nobody had really heard of him, and I picked him up. And the guys were messaging me after, like you know, like four weeks. They're like, "Who the hell is Radko Gudis? <laughs> was he with Philly? Right? Didn't he start with Philly? Or I want to say it was the Islanders. Okay, I I'd, I'd have to double check. But I picked him up. He was a no-name at the time, but he was just lighting. He was just hitting everything that moved. And uh, and he's still, he's still playing. It's, a, it's an underrated thing, man. I mean, if you have a guy like that, look at Florida's success. They have, you know, they got an Aaron Eckblad type of defenseman. They got that Brandon Montour they got from Buffalo. He had a nice goal today. They're, they're just a good, complete team. They Like I said, they remind me of the 2010 Hawks. They're, they're good up front. Had two really good goalies they could they could start. Uh, Spencer Knight is I feel like the poor guy's rotting away over there because Bobrowski's gonna yeah. he's locked up for the couple, next couple seasons. But right. we could he might be he might be dealt. I think Spencer think so? Knight. And if I'm the new GM, that's a guy I'd want on my team because yeah. I saw his world uh, world junior comp or uh, that world junior game. I think it was last December, maybe maybe a little bit before, but. He was awesome, dude, and he he was good in the playoffs for the Panthers when they were, you know, I think they were down three one. I, th- I want to say he got a win for the Panthers against the Lightning, and he kind of gave him some hope. I I, I think that kid's going to be a great goalie. <laughs> so Gudis played for Tampa Bay when I picked wow. him up. He had a hundred and fifty two penalty minutes in the 2013-2014 season. Can you imagine him on that team now? How e- even better they'd be? That's crazy. You think so? Do you think that yeah. they would be better? Ryan McDonough, Victor Hedman, Radko Gudis, Sergachev. That top four right there is scary. I love Ryan McDonough, man. Yeah. I, I know the, the Rangers fans are upset about that because... They should his, be. His, his cap hit is nothing. Nothing. For six, what he brings? Six, seven million? Yeah. He was the best player in the playoffs for them. Yeah, he was. You know, yeah. quietly, but, but 100% he was. I, I'm a big fan of him. Big fan. I, I can't believe that they they traded him. And to be honest with you, the Tampa Bay wouldn't have been able to win without him. Nope, not not last year. And you know who else they they got in that trade? And they got J T. Miller, who was oh, another yeah, right. really good player. He's really good now with uh, Vancouver, and his name has been uh, in the trade the trade buzz. Uh, I think I'm hearing the Rangers actually want him back, but I I don't know. I, I a lot of teams are gonna. Be going for this guy because he's a he's a top three probably a top winger on the on the team. You're gonna he's gonna go right on the first line whatever team goes for him. He's just that good. Do you think Tampa has any any moves to make for the, before the playoffs? Do you think that they they need to add something to the to their team? Tampa, uh, I think Tampa's fine. I th- I think Victor Hedman is starting to finally take over. He I, he moved up in uh, the the race the lead of the defensive points. 
he he's the best defenseman in the game. People argue with me all the time. It's uh, Adam Fox or Kale McCarr now. No argument. V- Vic- Victor Hedman is a better two-way player. Yes, Kale McCarr has some really good offensive skills. We we've seen him a lot in the Central Division. He's really good at dangling and his skating's amazing, but his defensive game is not anywhere close to, as Victor Hedman's is. And Adam Fox, yes, I know the Rangers fans think they're the center of the freaking hockey universe, and Adam Fox is amazing. Yes, he's good. Yeah, he he should not have won the Norris last year. Victor Hedman was still better than him. Yeah, he was. So, And I, I hope uh, I hope Victor Hedman can steal a Norris trophy this season because he deserved it last year, and he could easily win it again. You know, it's kind of funny. You know, I think that Adam Fox won it because Adam Fox came out of freaking nowhere, man. He came yeah. out of absolutely nowhere and then just took over. And, and don't get me wrong, he played very well, but I think because he was a relative, I want to say relative no-name, to being a, a a star, a superstar in the NHL now. He He's absolutely a great defenseman. He's a top-five defenseman for sure, but I don't get why people argue like Victor Hedman. Like, what, do you guys forget about this guy? Like, he, yeah. he's been in the Stanley Cup final three times, Yeah, and he's been awesome since to, since they lost to the Hawks. And I noticed it too. I remember me and you talking probably to 2015. Yeah. Wow. The Hawks won, but this Victor Hedman dude, he's he's gonna be a stud. And he's yeah. since then he's been amazing. I actually saw him. Uh, I saw the Hawks play him. I think it might have been the season before, and um, when they played Tampa, and I couldn't believe like his skating ability. It was just so good for Cons- a big guy. For yeah. how big he is, he skated like a guy who was. You know, like a guy who was like 5'10", and he's like 6'6". Like, his skating ability is incredible. He's a very smart player. He's good offensively. He's good in his own end. He, he hits. He special shoots. Teams. Yeah, he'll fight you. <laughs> he does That's, everything. If I'm building a team and I got to pick from those three, right now I'm picking, I'm still picking Victor Hedman. Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think Kale McCars, he, he, I think he has time in that, you know, to get himself to establish himself as a force on the blue line, but I think that he needs to play more of the defensive side of the of, of the of the game uh, for me to to give that to him. Like for like me, Hedman Hedman is incredibly proficient at both ends of the ice. Kale McCarr is an offensive dynamo, an offensive threat. I don't see him as someone that I'm I'm up three to two. There's 35 seconds left in the game, and I need to kill. I need to kill this. In that situation, I wouldn't put Adam Fox or or Kale McCarr in. I put I I'd put Hedman in 100 percent of the time. Yeah, I agree with that. I would definitely, you know, Kale is Kale McCarr is going to be good. But until Kale McCarr does something in the playoffs, like Victor Hedman's done, same with Adam Fox. It's just a bunch of garbage talk for me because these guys, even, even I, I hate to, I'm going to go to the offensive side with uh, Nathan McKinnon. Yes, I have to, we all have to hear how great of a player he is and he's going to be like Cindy Crosby. He hasn't done anything when the games mattered. Yeah. So th- these guys have to, like, if they want to be in this talk of the best of the best, best guy on the planet, they need to do something in the postseason. I'll be honest with you. He's like what seven, eight years into the league, and I, I wouldn't consider him the next Sidney Crosby at all. I think that he's a good uh, player, but Crosby will score no matter what game it is, no matter what time it is. He's yeah, Sid, he's been incredibly consistent. He's amazing. Yeah, Sid is uh, 
He lived up to the hype, man. Sid the Kid. He three cups, couple MVPs, uh, five hundred goals, a thousand points. He's the day he retires, his sweater will be retired up into the rafters, and he will be a Hall of Famer for sure. He'll probably get. Um, he'll probably get his his jersey hung up uh, on the eighty seventh game after he retires or something like that. <laughs> yeah, just to, like his contract. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the Islanders. Um, they lost to the Canadians the other day, and it's the Today? Islanders. Oh yeah, Ouch. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a shootout. Uh, they're eighteen and twenty, man. And I, I tell you what, I I did not see this coming. I would have, yeah. I would have thought they'd be like well ahead right now, yeah. man. Rewind the tapes. We both said, I well, me, I, I thought they were going to win the cup. I thought they were winning the cup this year. Yeah, they were at least coming out of the East. They're not going to even make a wild card. So. It, it just it's crazy, and if you lose to uh, a goalie who hasn't started a, an NHL game in four years, oh that's yeah, pretty, that's pretty bad too. Andrew Hammond, yeah, that that's pretty bad. Yeah, it good, is. good for St. Louis. He got his second win, and uh, St. Marty St. Louis said uh, he's not in this to be a substitute teacher. He wants the start. He wants the job next year. He wants to be the Canadians' head coach. So, and I guess Vinny LeCavalier was hired to be an advisor. For the team too, so they're taking oh, wow. some. Uh, they're taking some Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning guys to try to turn this thing around. It's kind of cool. From that, uh, what was that? That tw- what year did they win the cup? Two thousand two or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think it was 04. Yeah. Okay. So, have you been following the Kraken at all? No, I have not. Uh, I, I I get texts from buddies of mine that like betting on hockey and. They're always asking, hey, who do you think is going to uh, win against the Kraken? I'm like, the any team who's playing the Kraken, take that team. <laughs> and I've been 3-0 and since. So <laughs> the, the only thing I, I was hearing about is Giordano, the captain of the Kraken, yeah. might might go back to the Flames in oh. a trade, wow. which I think that's what he would want. But uh, I, after the Toffoli trade, I don't know if they're going to have the cap space or if it even makes sense. So who knows? We've got a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, they, played the, they played the Flames yesterday. They lost 2-1. to one. Giordano was honored before the game, which is really cool. That's really cool, the organization, to do that for him. And uh, but you know Calgary just rolls on. They're 23, 29 and thirteen right now, man. And they're I, I did not see this team. I I thought that they would be competitive this year, but I did not see yeah. them being a force like they are so far. Calgary, yeah. yeah. I, uh, Sutter, man, wh- what a coaching. Whoever hired that that uh, Sutter, it's amazing because he totally turned everything around for these guys. <laughs> Jacob Markstrom's been awesome in that nine shutouts, I believe. Johnny Goudreau's putting up some good numbers, and uh, hey, man, now they got they got a steady defensive core. Zadorov is on the uh, he's on the third pairing, and uh, I guess Daryl Sutter likes him. I, I, <laughs> he's hitting, you know, he's gonna get oh, his yeah. hits. He's going to get, he, he's going to hit people. He's going to get burned. He's going to yeah. get, uh, you know, <laughs> he's going to be out of position. You know, I don't know if he still has that man bun, but, uh, <laughs> who knows, but Hey, they're, they're a team to be, uh, you got to take them serious. And I think Tyler Toffoli was a good move because instantly he's, you know, making some noise and maybe they'll, maybe they'll add another piece like a Giordano just to, uh, get another, uh, top, top four defenseman in there to, uh, help out. So. 
they're going to be a scary team coming out of the Pacific, man. I think they can give uh, Vegas some trouble because Vegas uh, Leonard is out for some time and Mark right. Stone's going to be out for some time. Those are right. two key players. It's huge. And huge even Eichel. Vegas. Eichel put up his first point. I think he gave a nice pass to Max Pacioretty, buried one against, I forget who they were playing, but uh, good to see him get on the board. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's good to see him, you know, back playing. Um, looks like the surgery hasn't slowed him down a bit. Uh, so he, you know, he's he's back competing. And uh, I've saw I've seen just a couple highlights of him and he didn't look he didn't look bad, man. He didn't look stiff. Do you know what I mean? When uh, when you have yeah. like a neck surgery, you're expecting a guy to to have trouble turning his head and he, he didn't look like he had have any trouble turning his head or or being any kind of discomfort. So it's good to see that, you know, this this talent can be back out there and, and, and playing because a guy with this talent, you know, you want to see him on the ice, you know, not on the, not yeah. on the injury report. He, he's probably playing it a little safe. You know, he's probably not going a hundred miles an hour into the boards, So where he can, you know, make some contact. He's probably still playing it a little safe, but I think over time he's going to get comfortable and, you know, he'll take some more risks. Well, cool, man. Do you got anything else? Yeah, I got a little, uh, not, maybe a little debate with you here. Do you think that Trevor Zegris will be Rookie of the Year, or do you think Mo Sider deserves it on Detroit? I'm on the side of the young defenseman from Detroit. I think this guy has just been making some, some great plays. I've been seeing some awesome hits. He's got really, really good puck possession, and he's number three in points. He's he's actually behind his his teammate, Lucas Raymond, yeah, he's doing good, but I, Trevor Zegers is an exciting, you know, uh, real flashy uh, forward. But I think this guy deserves the Calder, Mo Sider. You know, I think that Zegers has been a. I, I've been. I've actually seen Sider play. You know, I'm obviously just watching him on TV, and the guy is freaking solid, man. You know, yeah. I think he's quietly. Uh, he's quietly a great player. When you look at Zegers, it's like you're. It's like where's where's Trevor Zegers at? You know what's he doing? Where's he playing at? You know, I think that his popularity might give him an edge in in the voting because yeah, he's I, so flashy. He's kind of, you know, kind of, you know, already kind of put his little footprint on the league in in, in a way. You know, he's 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 already starting to influence the league in a little bit. Insider's been great, but I don't think that he's been. You know the talk of a lot of people. You know, like on ESPN, they're not showing a lot of yeah. highlights of him. Do you know what I mean? Because he didn't do a lacrosse move, yeah, right? But, right. I mean, he this kid's got thirty assists, thirty five points. Uh, I think the last defenseman to do that as a rookie was Nick Lindstrom. So he's on. Um, he's got good company there, and you know he's he plays big minutes too. And I just, I just like how he, he's so good with the puck. He can hit you while he has the puck. Like he can fight you off. That's just, that was just a great pickup by Stevie Y, man. I mean, he finds diamonds. And yeah, he does. I, I recently sent out a tweet saying, "Dear former or dear new Hawks GM, please draft a kid like this. We need this. This will turn a franchise around." But I, I, I think he deserves it. I do like Trevor Zegers. He's got a great personality. Very skilled, but. I think you know the. I think the young defenseman deserves a better, a longer look at the end of the season because he's been damn good. Yeah, I agree. Zegers has got 13 goals, 25 assists on the year. I mean, they're practically they're you close. Know, yeah, pretty yeah. close in 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 points. But 
Zekers is supposed to score points and, you know, defensemen tr- traditionally, they're not supposed to be, you know, competing with, you know, offensive dynamos to, uh, you know, to, yeah. to kind of uh, reminds me of a, a skinnier, younger uh, Victor Hedman. Yeah. I mean, the way he's putting up points, he's, he could kill you. Like he skated into him, he'll knock you down. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I like him. I wish he was on the Hawks, to be honest with you. I do. I, I like him. They're doing a great thing out there in, uh, in Detroit. Um, yeah. To be honest with you, if I had to pick a player, I think I might actually take Cider over Zegras. Oh, oh, like in a, if you have to build your team around yeah, one of them. If I had thing. to draft, yeah. if I had to draft one or the other, I would, I would take Cider. Yeah, knowing it's like halfway into the their first uh, season as a pro, right. I'm with you. I want to build a, a stronger blue line, and then you know you can definitely build around that. It's harder. It's harder to find those types of guys. The, yeah. the Zegras's are easier to find in like a, a draft type of thing but yeah because you're always going to find guys they, scoring goals yeah this kid came out of nowhere i mean they they projected him to be like 20 20th 22 or whatever in the draft and stevie Y took him i i want to say 12 or 14 or something so wow i yeah he said he's you know we got to take him because he's not going to be around for us so it's a great great pickup for stevie Y. another win for him yeah man and a long list of them too yeah. <laughs> so that's all list. that we got for you guys tonight. Well, we really appreciate everybody uh, listening. Be sure to do us a favor. Hit subscribe if you have not already. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Give us a follow on Twitter, and uh, we'll get back to you whenever you send us a message. All right. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here. Yeah.